What's going on, family? Happy Monday, and welcome to another edition of the Faction Quick Hits. It's your man, GB Gerard Bonner, and I hope you guys are doing well. Hope you had a great weekend and uh, you were able to accomplish quite a bit. Maybe you were trying to rest, or maybe you were trying to get a lot done. Whatever it was, I hope you were able to accomplish it. Big shout out to everybody who has joined us. Firstly, on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Faction Show. We definitely appreciate you. Shout out to everybody who has joined us via podcast as well. Whatever platform you're listening to this on, we really, really appreciate you. We can do nothing without you. I mean, well, we could try, but, you know, if nobody's there to hear it, then kind of what's the point, right? So thank you so much for your continued support of all things connected to the faction. With that said, I want to take a little bit of time before we get into things to kind of shout out some things from last year because we did have, I think, a really solid year for the faction last year. Uh, I really want to shout out some really special cities uh, who have been a part of what we've done and some special countries as well. Shout out to our friends in Baltimore and in New Orleans and here in Atlanta who served as our top three cities for 2020. Also shout out to Jamaica, Ireland and the US who proved to be our top three countries in the year 2020 as well so i'm excited about that that's really really cool stuff in terms of last week another big week and again our listeners are all over the place top three cities for us last week included athens alabama newport news virginia and humble texas thank you guys for your continued support of the faction and last week we really brought you some special content in addition to our regular current news we also brought you the start of our 2020 year in review and we brought you uh, our first look at throwback thursday which was a special look at lucha underground and you guys seem to enjoy both of those shows so with that said we've got a lot of content to talk to you about in terms of pro wrestling news let's first start with a look back at the wednesday night war aew versus nxt both of them brought some pretty significant shows uh, as nxt brought their new year's evil show while aew brought us the new year's smash and it was really a close competition as Dynamite won the battle with 662,000 viewers, which was down uh, significantly from the previous week's tribute to Brody Lee. That one came in at 977,000 viewers. So they lost about 300,000 viewers week over week. Meanwhile, NXT's numbers rose where the previous week they were 586,000 viewers. This week they were up by about 60,000, 641,000 viewers. Now, I do think it is pertinent to mention this the competition that both dynamite and nxt had uh this past wednesday with all that was going on in our nation following uh the results of the georgia runoff election and what was going on at the capitol the virtual siege well it wasn't virtual it was an actual siege that happened on the u.s capitol building the news uh really dominated things let's consider this cnn had their largest night ever this past Wednesday night. And that's because of uh, all that took place, of course, the U.S. Capitol. So that's going to impact what you see uh, in terms of ratings. But both NXT 
and AEW brought us some fantastic shows on the NXT side. What a title match uh, between Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly. I mean, like it was bananas. Really, all the action on NXT was bananas. And you could say the same for AEW. Headlined, of course, by their title match between Ray Phoenix and Kenny Omega, which turned into another shocking moment as all of a sudden the Impact World Tag Team Champions, the Good Brothers, uh, made their way into an AEW ring. That hasn't happened before. And then the Young Bucks come out to try to stop this beatdown, only then for Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers to put up the two sweet sign and to be joined by the Young Bucks. Is this a reunion of the Bullet Club here in the States? Something that we couldn't see when, uh, say, the Good Brothers and AJ Styles and Finn Balor were all in WWE? This is interesting, a very interesting development and a great setup, of course, for whatever AEW's plan for next week. Now, it also produced perhaps the most meme worthy moment that happened all across social media, and that was uh, the appearance of Snoop Dogg and his attempted superfly leap from the top rope, which didn't exactly go according to plan. Well, whatever the plan was, it didn't look all that great. But hey, it is what it is and uh yeah it was a great show and uh wrestling fans certainly were paying attention but again we cannot overlook the challenge to the ratings that came from uh the riot that took place at the capitol switching gears we take a look at friday night for friday night smackdown another big night for smackdown as uh of course you know last week being new year's day uh they had a significant drop in their ratings compared to christmas day and we know that was because of the nfl effect well they did have a raise in ratings this week as smackdown returned to the two million mark bringing in two million three thousand viewers compared to the previous week of one point nine one five million viewers so they picked up close to a hundred thousand viewers over that one week period which is a good thing for uh, all the folks there on fox and at smackdown and of course on smackdown this was kind of crazy uh to see there was a gauntlet match uh to determine the number one contender for the universal championship and that was won in controversial fashion by adam pierce yeah, WWE official Adam Pierce setting up a match between Roman Reigns and Adam Pierce, not on SmackDown, but at the Royal Rumble. I'll say this. Obviously, it's not going to be a super competitive match. I think this is Roman Reigns, A, picking his opponent and B, getting an opportunity to get some revenge which should be interesting. But what we have seen from these gauntlet matches, as was proven in 2019, is it is the opportunity for the WWE to create or introduce us to stars. And the standout performance in this gauntlet was Shinsuke Nakamura. It's as though we saw the King of Strong style again. We got to see the Shinsuke Nakamura, not just that won the Royal Rumble, but the Shinsuke that debuted in NXT and became a two-time NXT champion. And prayerfully, this is leading to the Shinsuke Nakamura that we got to see in New Japan 
absolutely tear the house down with AJ Styles, Brock Lesnar, and so many other amazing competitors from New Japan Pro Wrestling. So I think this is an interesting development. Um, I hate that there weren't actual fans in the arena, but I hope that the two million fans that saw it really got a taste of what the real Shinsuke Nakamura can do. Um, his match with Daniel Bryan was incredible. And again, to think he dominated that gauntlet until the kind of hokey ending there with Adam Pierce. A couple of other news items before we get out of here. Uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to the family of longtime L.A. Dodgers manager Tommy Lasorda, who passed away at age 93. Now, for those who may not remember, Lasorda uh, was always a big pro wrestling fan and was the ring announcer for the main event of WrestleMania 2, the steel cage match between Hulk Hogan and King Kong Bundy. Uh, and so definitely a big fan of pro wrestling and a big part of the WWE community, certainly during its formative years, uh, or I shouldn't say formative years, but certainly during the boom of pro wrestling in the 80s. So our thoughts and prayers go out to the family of Tommy Lasorda. So a couple of things to mention to you. New Japan Pro Wrestling is uh, on a bit of a two-week break uh, following the huge, and I do mean huge, Wrestle Kingdom event followed by New Year's Dash. And so uh, they'll be back uh, next week, which I think is kind of cool, giving their wrestlers an opportunity to uh, take some time to relax. But the world of New Japan is certainly very interesting with Kota Ibushi as the IWGP and Intercontinental Champion. Uh, uh, the Gorillas of Destiny are still your IWGP tag team champions and a lot of other cool things going on there. And everyone's wondering what the future of Jay White will be. Will Jay White ultimately defect from New Japan? And find his way into AEW or maybe even WWE. Sources are telling me that uh, WWE is ready to make a strong push for Jay White. I don't know how Jay White fits inside of WWE culture, but I want to get your thoughts on it. What do you think about Jay White? potentially showing up in WWE. Now, we have seen in times past uh, that when a New Japan wrestler's contract runs out, it usually runs out around this time of the year, and uh, it's how we got AJ Styles in, I believe it was 2015 or 2016, uh, which was an amazing moment. It's how we got Kenny Omega in AEW. It's how we got Cody Rhodes in AEW and the Young Bucks in AEW. It's also how we got the Good Brothers in WWE. It's not far-fetched to think that Jay White could jump to any of these organizations. We'll see. Time will tell. And certainly uh, we'll be paying attention to the Royal Rumble because, you know, the Royal Rumble is always filled with surprise entrance. And that would be a shocker. All right, before we get out of here, two interesting pieces of news for you. Of course, SHW 23 took place this weekend, and it was absolutely amazing. I was honored, of course, to be uh, part of the commentary team along with my good brother, Brandon Benefield. Uh, that show will be on IWTV later this week. 
So if you don't have your subscription to it, you can go ahead and subscribe now at independentwrestling.tv. If you use the promo code SHW, you'll get the first five days for free. And what's exciting to me is IWTV has really taken Southern Honor Wrestling around the world. We have fans literally around the world on a regular basis tweeting and talking about these shows. And so uh, if you've not checked them out yet, I would suggest that you do that. I don't think you'll be disappointed and you'll get to hear yours truly on commentary. And we'll wrap up with this announcement that uh, today the nominations for the Georgia Wrestling History Awards came out. And uh, if you're unfamiliar, those awards honor the best things happening in Georgia wrestling. And they've got categories all the way from, you know, wrestler of the year to promoter of the year, booker of the year, tag team, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all sorts of cool categories. And of course, SHW is well represented up for promotion of the year, feud of the year, and a lot of other categories as well. Well, I am honored to be able to report to you that the commentary team, yours truly and my good brother, Brandon Benefield, we are nominated uh, as commentators of the year. There are only three in that category. So uh, it's an honor whether we win or not to be named in that, certainly in my first year of official pro wrestling commentary. So really excited about that and uh, we'll keep you posted in terms of voting results and the like uh, voting is not open to the public unfortunately it is open to really only wrestlers and members of the wrestling community so with that said uh, again we appreciate your support I'm honored to be able to uh, be nominated and be a part of what's going on and we'll keep you posted on the results again win or lose it's a win to even be nominated, and that's real talk. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. Uh, certainly, we'll be talking to you by way of social media. We want to hear what you think about today's show. Tomorrow, we will be continuing our look back at the year 2020, and we'll talk about the impact of the pandemic because the pandemic changed pro wrestling for 2020 and perhaps beyond. We'll be talking about that. We'll continue our Lucha Underground conversation on Thursday as part of our Throwback Thursday situation. And we'll be getting you updated on current news, uh, certainly on Wednesday and Friday and all throughout social media. Remember, follow us at The Faction Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to us now. And on behalf of my good brothers, Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack, and the fourth horseman, John Murray, my name is GB, Gerard Bonner, and this is The Faction. Have a great day. I my people, here we go.